Welcome, welcome, welcome back to Elevate Your Mind with Melly Cole. I have not been recording for so long and it just feels weird to be back on here. However, I believe that God is leading me to do it and to start a new podcast. So instead of Elevate Your Mind with Melly Cole, my new podcast will be The Renewed Mind. Alright, so like I said, welcome back. Thank you all for joining and I hope that you guys will enjoy this very new podcast. So this is something new, something that I have never done before. However, God has put it on my heart. So to start off this new year, I will be sharing my testimony because I feel that it's going to empower so many people around the globe. It's going to empower um women it's going to empower the youth is going to be powerful so I'm here I'm open and willing to share what God has put on my heart all right so again welcome back um 2022 is here it's a new year it's a new season it's a new beginning it's a fresh start and uh, I hope you guys will enjoy stick around and just listen all right so let me start um sharing bits and pieces of my testimony as i believe the holy spirit is leading me so how i came to the lord i not only (laughs) was i still a child but i always felt a connection I felt that there was something there, something deeper than just knowing, oh, that there is a God. No, I, when I was younger, I out of nowhere had like really deep conversations with God and I just, you know, cried out to him. I just knew that I was speaking to Jesus and it was a personal relationship back then, just as it is now. But <laughs> a lot of things happened in between then and I want to say that I really came to the Lord as a as a true believer uh, when I got to know um, my husband. So that was around when I was 18. And so let me go uh, back to the beginning of a couple of things that had happened in my life. So number one, I was born in Germany. My mom, she was only 18 years old when she had me. Um, Some of you may know my mom is German, so she's, you know, white. My dad is um, black, he's African. And it was not a usual thing for people, especially not in the 80s, to have mixed children in the eastern part of Germany. It was frowned upon. It was not something, you know, that people would accept so not only did I have to deal with lots and lots of racism I was also the only colored or brown skinned child in the whole entire school and so that was really really hard for me I was not um, able to adapt well um, to that I didn't notice it um, until I was actually going to first grade So, with that being said, 
uh, racism had a deep root from when I was a child and it followed me all the way into my adulthood if you will but another thing that happened in my childhood was which was the most traumatic event that that can possibly happen to you is that um when I was I believe I was a little bit older than two um my dad tried to kill me he tried to basically um you know he he I believe he you know he was going through something and he took it out on me which left me half dead and the doctors they said that I must have had an angel guarding me because there would have been no way or no reason as to why I should have survived so that's how badly it was um I don't remember because I believe that God erased it out of my memory so I don't really remember too much of what happened I just know I was in the hospital for a very long time I had um broken legs broken arms I just was in the care of nurses and doctors for a very long time and that was really hard I didn't understand what was going on and as a child you just ask questions you just you know I would just later on ask like what happened to me in that picture like why did I look like that and my grandparents had to explain to me what had happened and I you know I was mad I was like why would my you know father do this to me and I just didn't understand so I held on you know to grudges and and I got bitter throughout the years because he was not there for me and he and I didn't have a relationship with him with him at all because um of course my mom and my dad got a divorce um after that so so anyways that's you know part of my story and there's there's so much more um to this that I want to share with you guys and I don't want to you know, leave out parts that I believe that are important. I just want you guys to know that this is all part of my testimony. This is all part of me, you know, sharing what I have been through and how God is still good, how God is still working, how God is still, has still allowed me to be there and has not, um, forgotten or abandoned me throughout everything that I have been through so another thing that happened to me as a child was that I was molested I was in a daycare and I was molested and I don't remember much from it I thank God that I don't remember that much from it I just remember you know parts of it and and it's just you know a terrible horrible um horrible memory and like I said I was only like three or four years old at the time and I do remember being left in a daycare in a room and there was no one else there but a man and he molested me and the other daycare workers they would know and they wouldn't do anything about it they wouldn't you know Uh, come to my help or anything they knowingly did this and this is what 
hurt me so much and I know it was um, nothing but the enemy I know that it was not the person the, the people that did this I know it was the enemy behind it and like I said, this this is just a on, it was just an ongoing cycle in my life. I was also molested at another um, at another school later on when I was around six or seven years old, and this was by older um, boys that went to middle school, and I was only in first grade, and they would make all this fun of me. They would tell all their friends what they had done, and I didn't even understand. I didn't even know what was going on, and it was just a horrible, horrible situation there. And so I progressed into a teenager. I started not liking myself anymore. I started um, basically uh, wanting to be somebody else. I didn't want to be myself. I didn't want to be called by my name. I wanted to be somebody that I was not. I didn't like my name. I didn't like my voice. I didn't like anything about me. Um, Actually, I tried to think about how it would be if I wasn't there anymore. Like how people would stop talking about me. How people maybe would say a nice thing about me. How how much better it would be if I wasn't there anymore and so yes I um I contemplated suicide a couple of times and I just um those were just thoughts um those were not like I'm gonna do this but it was just there was something there that was definitely dark it was something there and throughout all of the things that were going on throughout throughout my childhood, throughout my um, youth, God was still there. I never stopped believing in God. Yes, I didn't have a, a true, what I would call a, um, a personal relationship like I have with him today, but I would still pray. Um, my grandparents, you know, they were they were taking me to church. They were praying over me. And I believe that even after the incident happened with my dad, that they had sent me um, somewhere um, for deliverance. Even in that, I remember my grandpa telling me that one day when I came out of that deliverance that I said, I am a child of God. And I said that. <laughs> when I was only like maybe four years old not even understanding everything that was going on but that just came out of my mouth and I will never forget that I will never forget that I said that so I just know that through everything through all my concerns and my mom not being there to protect me in so many instances, even with the relationships that she had and my stepdad abusing me. And there's just so much that has happened to me um, in my childhood that I know for a fact that it's only by the grace of God 
that I'm here today. And that's why I'm sharing my testimony. Because I believe that so many people are going through this. They're going through this alone. And they think that there is no one else there to relate. There is no one else there that cares. There is no one else there that has experienced the same thing. And that's simply not true. And that's why I'm sharing my testimony to let you know that you are not alone. You are not by yourself. The feeling that you feel, I have felt it too. I have felt the need to to take my own life. I felt the need to be somebody that I was not. I felt the need to turn to the same sex or to to try to please myself in pornography and nothing has worked. There's so much darkness. There's just there's just so much emptiness. There's just such a great void. There is nothing that would ever be able to fill the void besides the love of God. And so many people are still chasing. So many people are still trying to feel the emptiness, to feel that space that only God can feel, that only God can feel with his love. And so I'm here to let you know that it is not too late, that it is not too late to turn to God, to cry out to him to cry out to him for help even when you think that he cannot hear you. I am 100% sure that when you cry out to God that he will answer. He will not turn a deaf ear to you. He's going to answer and I believe that he's going to respond immediately when you cry out to Jesus that he is going to respond to you. I'm here to let you know that today I'm still standing through all the things that I have went through, through the racism, through the name calling, through the bullying, through the sexual abuse, through everything, through my own father trying to take my life when I was only two years old. I'm here to let you know that I am here and I have forgiven not only my own dad, Not only the people who did everything to me, because I know for a fact that it was not them, but it was the enemy using them to bring destruction to my life from a very early age so that I could never find myself, so that I could never know how much God loves me, so that I could never know who I am in Christ. I'm here to tell you that the enemy came to kill, to steal, and to destroy. But God came so that I can have life and that I can have it more abundantly. And he, if he did it for me, he can do the same for you. He has always been there. He has always been there through the good, through the bad, through the ugly. He has been there. He is able to transform your life and restore it like never before like never before if you would let him fix it and if you would let him pick up the broken pieces so I want to invite you today to prayer I want you to pray this prayer with me if you have never accepted the Lord Jesus into your life today is the day 
Today is the day to make up your mind to accept him so that you can be restored, so that you can be healed, so that you can be the person that God has created you to be. That you can let go of the guilt, the shame, everything that you have went through. That you can put it behind you and move forward and forgive. I want you to say this prayer with me. Lord Jesus, today I invite you into my life. I know that the things that I have done have not been pleasing to you. So Lord Jesus, I just ask you to forgive me. I believe that you have died for me on that cross and that you have rose again. I believe that right now you're sitting on the right hand side of God. Lord, I just want you to come into my life. I want you to forgive me. I want you to make me whole again. I cannot do this without you, and so I need your help. Please, fill me with your Holy Spirit. Fill me with your Holy Spirit today. I don't want to go another day without you. In Jesus' mighty name I pray. Amen. If you have said this prayer from the heart and if you believe that Jesus is your personal Lord and Savior, if you believe that he has died and rose again, I believe that you are saved. I believe that heaven is rejoicing right now. I believe that the angels are rejoicing right now. I believe that your life will never be the same. From here on out, your life will never be the same. Your name now is written in the Lamb's Book of Life. That means when you depart from here, that you will not enter into eternal damnation, but that you would be raised up to live again in the kingdom of heaven. Because you now have been adopted into the heavenly family. I don't take this lightly at all. I do not take this lightly at all. It's a privilege to be in the family of God. If you have any questions, any concerns, any other prayer requests, please feel free to reach out to me I will post my email address underneath this podcast so that if anyone has any questions please feel free to reach out to me I know that some of you this might be the first time that you hear my story this might be the first time that you hear about accepting Jesus and you may have lots of questions so please feel free to reach out to me I would love to pray with you I would love to pray for you and it does not have to be that you give me every single detail not at all it can be uh very um private and you don't have to tell me um if you if you do feel comfortable you can share of course with me um more of 
what you would like me to pray for but I'm I'm just here um, and I want to help you to get closer to God and let me know if there's anything that I can do to help all right so this is like I said this is just a welcome back testimony my testimony and I am excited about about all the things that God has in store for all of you guys for this new year, this new start, this new beginning. And I want to hear from you any suggestion, any advice, any question. Um, Like I said, this is the Renewed Mind Podcast. And I hope that you guys enjoyed it. I hope that you guys will share it. Um, I hope to hear from you guys and see you guys on here again next time have a blessed day and don't forget change your mind change your life